Hey, beloved, I am so happy you found this community, and I want you to know you belong here. Welcome to the Own Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Rich. I'm an international intuitive soul reader, psychic medium, herbalist, energy medicine practitioner, and educator. I work with people all over the world with my online events, courses, retreats, and my bespoke one-on-one intuitive readings and mentorships. I want to empower you and educate you to trust yourself and own your intuition so you can truly step into your power and really own your gifts as a self-healer. You can schedule your next session with me or register for an upcoming event, course, or retreat at my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at kellyrichintuitive. Hi, beloved. Today, I am talking to you about healers and witches and medicine women and seers and seeresses and... I love this topic. And to me, healer means witch and witch means healer. We have been punishing people and mostly women for eons because we are, were afraid of their power. I say this with conviction because I believe we fear what we don't know or we don't understand. And I feel like the power of a woman was hard to understand at times, historically speaking, speaking, and even to this day. I mean, think about it. Men often say they feel entranced or they were seduced by a woman, that a woman or a person, albeit, you know, stirs up desire and feelings for them. And this can make them feel out of control. I have a theory that this sense of of out-of-control desire and lust contributed to the negative use of the word witch. And in my sixth month Own Your Intuition Group mentorship that's happening right now, the theme for this group, and I always sit with the collective aura of the group mentorship and tune into what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, and I create a special playlist for them around it, and, and the entire time that we spend intimately is around their topic and theirs is healing the witch wound and yes side note they are the ones who inspired the healing the witch wound retreat this summer that sold out so quickly and so many of us walk around afraid of sharing our gifts afraid of sharing our light and some would even say our powers our powers for fear of being judged or shunned or cast away, cast to the side, seen as weird. I know you know what I'm talking about. And you were drawn to this episode for a reason. There are no coincidences. And there are also real reasons for this, for this fear that can come up around sharing who you really are. As a very clear example that wasn't too long ago was in 1944. And there was a woman named Helen Duncan. She was known as a Scottish medium, and she was actually imprisoned under the Witch Act 1735 in the UK. And as of this recording, that was 77 years ago. That wasn't that long ago. (laughs) That wasn't that long ago. And granted, most of the research that I've personally done on Helen Duncan was that she fabricated her work. She wasn't authentic. It was a super bummer, honestly, to read this. And 
that her imprisonment, though, was, again, from my understanding, was because she was accused of communicating or trying to to communicate with spirits. She was imprisoned for this for 77 years ago in the UK. And then I believe a few years later, she was imprisoned for doing mediumship again, I think in 1956. So no wonder we might still be carrying around fear. No wonder. I mean, look at the past. Look at the generational trauma and the generational things that might hang around in our DNA and be passed down through our family line and into our belief systems and that's that's real. Not to mention the past lives that many of us have had as witches, you know, being burned alive and persecuted, imprisoned, and watching others tortured, you know, and for most most of the time this was because the term witch meant that the person was a healer, yet witch was something to fear because healing was the thing to be afraid of. That was, there was darkness around it. You know, no wonder we still carry around fear. No wonder, you know, we were tortured for frolicking in the woods, eating foraged berries, for creating a medicinal bomb for a burn. And of course, there are low vibe people everywhere. They're in every profession. Let's be real. And to me, doctors are healers, but not all of them. Not all of them. There are ones that only care about money. There are ones that don't even care about your name and who you are after seeing you 15 times. And then there are ones who are filled with light and they're there for the greater good of all. They're there to help you, to give you the best care they possibly can. Those are two different people with the same title. There are lawyers who fight for justice, and there are ones who can't look themselves in the mirror. There are healers who do their work for the greater good of all and have done their own work to heal, and then there are those who scam, steal, cheat, and lie. There are shadows everywhere, all over the world. One of my first exposures to witches and the term witch was actually the movie hocus pocus when i was younger if you haven't seen that movie we actually can't talk until you watch it (laughs) no 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 i kid i half kid i recommend if you haven't seen hocus pocus and you're listening to this episode on witches and healers and medicine women i would go watch hocus pocus and put it on your calendar to make it a date to do so that was one of my all-time favorite movies growing up and In Hocus Pocus, there are three witches who essentially suck the lives out of little children to survive eternally. (laughs) I know that sounds terrible. Um, It's a kid's movie. Come on. It's it's not that bad. But looking back, you know, watching it as an adult, I saw it so differently than I did as a child. And what, if you know Hocus Pocus, you can see it in your mind's eye. If you haven't seen it, you can just just listen and, and visualize it in your own mind's eye. 
But the term sucking the lies out of little children to me as an adult looks as if they're sucking their aura. They're sucking their life force. The life force energy is being exposed around their physical bodies when they drink this potion. So the potion makes it so they can take their aura and take their life force within them and it makes them younger and it makes them immortal to some extent. You got to watch the movie. And I always felt like I was never scared watching it. Maybe a little bit of fear because that's kind of dark, like sucking the lives out of little children. What? That's, that's, there's some darkness there. And some would use even other terms like that, that that even really does happen, not to that same extent, but aura leaks and rips in the aura and stealing other people's energy or taking it and energy vampires. We've heard that term kind of thrown around here and there. That can all kind of be related to what goes on in this movie, Hocus Pocus. But going going back to the characters, there's a woman in it, and I'm drawing a blank, Allison. There's a woman, Allison, in the movie where she is more, I would call her like a white witch, and she's drawn to witches and learning the history of witches in Salem and in Massachusetts, and she wants to protect a character in there, and I was always drawn to her and her lightness and her ability to see things for what they were, to recognize the darkness, but embodying the light as a witch, even though in the movie she's not known as a witch. You know, she's just seen as a human being that helps and so on and becomes a hero and so on. So I share this with you because there is light and darkness in everything. And I feel like a lot of us have belief systems that were given to us around the term witches or healers or even medicine women that in some way there's darkness no matter who the person is that's doing it, that they're working for the devil or they're doing spells so people do things for them. If you do spells to manipulate someone else or you are doing the work that is shadowy, like I don't have time for that. That is not what I'm interested in. No thank you. I have no part of it. That's not what I do. No, 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 no. Big boundary that goes up. Thank you for teaching me that you are here. I am not playing with it. I'm not even toying with it. I'm not even interested. And so on. Do you see? That creates a boundary, even that language. So when we talk about witches, to me, it's about reclaiming your power. And we are all healers. We are all healers. I read something the other day and someone was saying that they believe that you could only be psychic if you were X, Y, and Z. And to me, that's also a slippery slope because I believe everyone has a capability to be psychic. I believe everyone has the ability to communicate with their loved ones on the other side. I believe everybody can feel the vibrations of the planets and walk into a space and feel what's going on in there. It's just that some people are born with a greater ability than others, and some people need to take more time and spill more dedication and commitment into whatever they're drawn to. If you're drawn to mediumship, but you don't feel like you have a strong connection to the other side, it's not that you're not gifted. It might just mean that you need to really dedicate time to hone in on that craft. I see mediumship as a craft. I have a teacher who ever since a child, she's been giving messages to people. Seriously, like to strangers as a child, she would channel messages for them. But 
she also needed to learn from other people. She had teachers on her path and she took courses and she still does to this day after doing mediumship work for 10 years now. So it's not that you just like have a gift and then you're done and you're good forever. Some people, sure, that might be their path. But for me, that doesn't resonate. I'm always learning. I'm always evolving. I'm always just being an active participant in my life. I just see myself as becoming more of a clear channel as time goes on. So if you resonate with this or you resonate with any type of spiritual healing work, that there's a reason for that. You have the callings for a reason. And if you have fear around it, it's okay. I actually feel like it's pretty normal. Most people do. And it's I would say it's more rare for me to work with people that have spiritual gifts or want to nurture their spiritual gifts that don't have any fear. That is more rare. And I actually don't know if I've ever worked with anyone that had zero fear. So it's really about getting intimate with your fear, moving past it, having a teacher or a mentor or even your favorite book that brings you comfort, that keeps you along this path of following your callings and what lights you up is important. And this is really the work that I do in my one-on-one mentorship, especially the intuitive mentorship is helping a lot of empaths and HSPs and intuitives and people who want to cultivate a deeper relationship to their intuition or their inner witch or their inner medicine woman and feel more confident sharing their gifts with the world or just being more confident in themselves and really reclaiming their power and building strong boundaries. And this work is so important. And I know there've been a lot of questions around when is the next own your intuition group mentorship, but I'm, I'm deep in one right now. So the next one actually will begin in the beginning of 2022. So you can be on the lookout for that. Uh, Registration will probably open at the end of the year. But if you're drawn to healers, witches, medicine, women, the word CRS or soul reader, dive deep, dive. I invite you to dive deep into that well. Swim deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and ask for help when you need it. Okay? Did you enjoy this episode? Do you like these talks on healers and witches, medicine women? Talk to me. Let me know. As always, if you have a request, a topic request for the podcast, you can go to kellyrichintuitive.com slash podcast. There's a form that my assistant Carly put on there. So you can just type in your request. It's not guaranteed that I'm going to talk about every single thing that comes through. But when I see themes coming in, I really take them into consideration and I read every single request. Okay? All right. Take care, be well, and I'll see you next week. What an honor to have you a part of this growing global community. Thank you for your loving presence. You can schedule your next one-on-one intuitive reading or mentorship with me or register for an upcoming event, training, or retreat at my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at Kelly Rich Intuitive, and both of those links are right in the episode notes. I can't wait to meet you. If you got something from today's show, please support the Own Your Intuition podcast by hitting the subscribe button and write a five-star review. You can also share with your loved ones. Next week, I'll be back with a fresh new episode.